Is there a definite connection as in between the statement and the shootings at uh, the Seven Angels uh, Church? Yeah, look, there's always a problem. Um, There's always a potential problem with cults, church cults. You know, we've seen, this is across the world, we've seen mass suicides because people have been brainwashed by these cults. So it is very important um, to, to, for communities to keep a very close check on what goes on at their churches and make sure that anything... I mean, it's so easy to suddenly establish your own church and then make promises, and in this case, some serious allegations have been made about young women being taken there, used as sex slaves, which is something that also happens with cult churches. So it's very, very important for community structures, parents, families, to monitor what goes on at these churches and to report anything that appears to be criminal. Mm. And the tragedy is that that's what's happening here. That's what I want to establish. Um, uh, the gang is said to have used the church as its base. Now, um, are there indications that the church was not only uh, a willing participant, but that the actions may have been planned and emanate from the church itself? Look, uh, I mean, only the police could tell you that because this, these people have been arrested now. Some of the brothers... Uh, have been uh, have been implicated the brothers uh, apparently of the people who run the church the family members so one does not know what the quality of the evidence is we have to wait and see what comes out in court but from what the police have said what the ministers said um, you know what's been reported on it it appears that they the, the gangs the gangsters were certainly using the church as a, as a cover, and it appears that people who were running the church knew about it and they have been implicated in it. Because um, I mean, but what is what I find unacceptable in this? Because this is a tragedy. It's a tragedy for everybody. It's a tragedy for the mm. country, for the police, for the deceased. That one has to try and turn tragedies into something that will stop it ever happening again. And I think that for me, what has been the most disgraceful thing about this is there had been warnings about what was happening at the church and linked to crime activities. And that's why we have a crime intelligence service, you know, to actually pick up potential threats to ordinary citizens, let alone to the police themselves. And it does seem... And it's not just that incident. I mean, there's other examples in which crime intelligence seems to be absolutely dysfunctional. Uh, It should be the first line of reporting on suspicious activities to make sure that no harm follows on them. Mm. What what is known about the church, though? Banele Mangoba, who's the leader of the Seven Angels Ministry and to whom three of his brothers were among those who died, said, for instance, he had no idea about uh, his uh, brother staying at the church and him bringing uh, guns into the church itself. What is known? Just, uh, you know, there's obviously room and conjecture, but uh, over the years, what has been coming out in terms of the 
true picture of the church and with what's happening within its walls? Look, I'm very far removed from it in, in KwaZulu-Natal. It's not something that's had a lot of publicity, but my understanding is that there was a report made to Parliament by a human rights body about the uh, what was going on at the church. And that needs to be followed up because if a report was made about uh, very serious problems at the church and there was no follow-up, uh, then then that itself needs to be investigated, especially if it was if it was made to Parliament. I mean, did Parliament follow it up? I mean, we we need to get to the bottom of this. Hmm. Just in terms of the role of churches in communities. Uh, I mean, South Africa, with its very long and complicated uh, past, just in terms of, uh, you know, the oppression of apartheid, and churches were safe houses, obviously, for the collective good of communities. And uh, and we've seen a trend now where churches are being accused of not only manipulating but exploiting communities. What can law enforcement agencies do? Because when one goes to churches of their own volition, but if one then is being abused by the church, where can law enforcement uh, agencies get involved? Look, first of all, if you're abused anywhere, you must open a case with the police. Um, And, you know, of course, some people may see this maybe so kind of brainwashed by churches, the churches. And one has to distinguish, I mean, most churches are out there to preach what they think is, you know, what they feel very strongly about the Bible, uh, or they are, some of them, the Zionist churches combine traditional and and Christian beliefs. There's a long history and a very illustrious history of of church movements in South Africa, which are working for the common good in a variety, you know, a huge variety of churches, from the big well-known ones to the smaller sects. So it's like, you know, these are exceptions, but they do happen that you have these people who see churches as a quick buck and they manage to persuade people. They're perhaps psychopaths who who come across very well. They build up a community. They extort money from them, which they use to enrich themselves. And there's lots of examples of that all over Africa. But the point is that the police can't act unless there are concrete reports of abuse. If people Mm. are getting beaten there, if they're getting sexually molested, then somebody must report that to the police and make sure the police follow it up. And that's where the communities themselves can play an important part. Thank you. They must report abuses immediately and make sure they're followed up. Thank you so much for your time and insights. Mary DeHart, an independent researcher and violence monitor.